Welcome to St. Louis on the Air. I'm Sarah Fenske. Nobody likes going through airport security. It's no fun to take off your shoes or put your laptop in a separate bin and don't even get us started on being patted down. But no matter how much we may resent the airport security experience, we know that TSA agents have an important job to keep travelers safe. And one TSA manager recently went well beyond that. A traveler was set to take an early morning flight out of St. Louis Lambert International Airport with his son in hopes of getting to Japan. But the flight was abruptly canceled. Father and son found the last two tickets on another flight that would allow them to still make their connection. But they had to clear security and boarding was closing in 15 minutes. TSA manager Robert Davis heard about the problem. He stepped in and got them through security, and they caught that flight. And for those efforts, Lambert honored Robert Davis this month with its Ambassador of the Year Award. And so joining us in studio today to talk about it is Robert Davis. Robert, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. And we're also joined today by Shane Danielson. He's the Deputy Assistant Federal Security Director for Screening at Lambert, and he's also Robert's supervisor. Shane, welcome to the show. Thank you. I appreciate it, Sarah. So, Robert, you won this award because of this father and son trying to get to Japan. Did that day at Lambert, when they were attempting to do this, stand out to you at the time? Um, We were extremely busy at the time when he came through. So um, I do remember the situation. Um, And he came up and he gave me, actually, his son and himself were split. His son was pre-tech and he wasn't. Oh, and that's where the problem came through because his son had already passed through and he was still at the back of the line. And so at that point, um, did you have the ability to just, yeah, let's expedite this? Or is this something that requires some layers of trying to move through? Well, it really doesn't require layers. Um, As a manager, we have a little more um, flexibility on some of the decisions we make and just help them out. And so you just stepped in and did it. Was this at all unusual for you to do that for somebody in that situation? Typically, we don't. We don't make it a habit of putting people in front because it's a domino effect when we do so. Um, I'm sure the passengers in the back do not like that. (laughs) And once you do one, they'll hear it and they'll say, well, what about my flight or whatever the case may be? But he was very polite. He was very discreet on his situation. And I helped him out. So you made a game time decision. Yes, ma'am. Shane, was it clear at the time that Robert had made the right decision? Yes. I back my managers in a lot of the situations that they come across, and they are empowered to do so. And if that's the decision that he made, good on him. And it's not necessarily what we do. It's how we do it. Mm -hmm. And for Robert, what he does on a daily basis, he just does it very well. Mm -hmm. And he has that person-to-person interaction that really resonates with people, and he can take an issue that's escalated and de-escalated very quickly and turn it into something good. You say it's how he does it, not so much what he does. What does he bring to the table where he's able to get a situation where people could end up rioting and it ends up just not being a big fuss? Well, Robert, he's one of the very few people I've met in my time that he's just a people person. Mm. He's constantly smiling. He constantly engages people. And he has an ability to connect with people in a way that I've not seen a lot of other people do. Mm. So it's a no-brainer for him just to, that's his normal everyday routine, just to be personable and help people get from point A to point B. 
So the father um, involved in this flight wrote this about you. He wrote a letter, I guess, to the airline, and he said, my son purchased this trip for my 71st birthday. All the money he spent would have been lost had Mr. Davis not rescued us. The trip was wonderful, one of a lifetime. All would not have been possible had it not been for the kind intervention of this really good man. He's my hero and will always be remembered as the guy who let me fulfill my dream. Robert, what's going through your mind when you hear those words? Um, the pictures he sent. So um, he actually went above and beyond to find me, uh, um, ex-state trooper, highway patrolman, I mean, and he sent me, he wrote me a letter. I didn't think anything of it. He wrote me a letter. I've talked to him several times, and he sent pictures of his son and himself in Japan in front of some of the um, big-time monuments over there. So, so he tracked you down personally. He did. He That's, did. Boy, those yeah. state troopers, they, they know how to find you. <laughs> now, for those of you listening, we're wondering, have you ever had great customer service at Lambert Airport? Give us a call at 314-382-8255. That's 382-TALK. Or you can send us a tweet at STL on air or email us at talk at stlpublicradio.org. Now, Robert, I understand you joined the TSA right when it was first formed. This was right. in the, the wake of 9-11. Yes, ma'am. Um, what led you to sign up for the agency? Um, believe it or not, I was with a private company, and um, it happened right after 9-11, so they had a mass hiring, of course, because of 9-11, and we had National Guards at the airport at the time. TSA took over, and I just continued with it. I started in a blue shirt. With, we have stripes. Um, one stripe is a TSO. Leads have two stripes. Supervisors, three. So I made my way through the rankings, did some behavior detection things, and then I was um, promoted to manager, which now I oversee those same folks that I used to work with, and it's been a pretty good, um, pretty good relationship going over. So I made manager two years ago now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And Shane, is that unusual that somebody would have been with the TSA since the moment that this agency came into existence? No, we've got quite a few employees nationwide that have been here since 2002, not only in St. Louis, but nationwide. So uh, people are starting to come up to that 20-year mark and thinking retirement. But uh, I'm sure you don't like that idea. (laughs) (laughs) These are probably some of your best employees. Uh, Yes, they are. And Robert is a part of that, obviously. I have a long way to go before retirement. Robert, I'm wondering, um, being in one job for 18 years, has that job changed much in those days since 9-11 when we were all so scared to today when we're all rolling our eyes? Why do we have to take our shoes off? I think that's the biggest thing, just seeing how humble um, the traveling public was when when 9-11 took place compared to now how we've just gotten back to the normal everyday hustle and bustle of the airport and it's an inconvenience. And um, that's the biggest thing that that I've noticed over the years. And I feel like that's got to be hard when day in, day out, you're there with just streams of people, 99.9% of them aren't up to no good. They're just trying to catch that flight. How often do you find yourself thinking of the life and death stakes behind what can seem maybe like a a mundane thing? Um, On our side, we see it a lot. So um, last year, I know we caught I believe 55 guns at the checkpoint. Is that and right? Most yes. of the traveling public don't realize how much we find that's prohibited because we keep it we keep it under wraps. We're very we're very discreet and professional when we find these things, and the folks behind them feel like we're just holding them up. Yeah, not realizing we're like, what's that, taking so long? Not and... realizing there's a loaded firearm that could have gotten on the plane had we not done our job. So that's one of the things that we see on the regular. 
Shane, that's a lot of guns. I mean, do you think um, this is a case where people just don't even realize it's in their luggage? That's the majority of the time. People just grab a different piece of luggage that they're always used to taking. It happens to be in there, and they come through our checkpoint. And obviously, the gun laws are different for all the 50 states. So what happens in Missouri is a little bit different than what happens in, let's say, New Jersey or something like that. But uh, yeah, we caught 55 guns coming through our checkpoints last year, which is a record for St. Louis. And overall nationwide, we had over 4,000 firearms come through all the airports combined. Mm -hmm. So it was a record year, unfortunately, for catching firearms. You're not looking for that record year. No, not so much. <laughs> um, we're talking to Shane Danielson. He's the Deputy Assistant Federal Security Director for Screening at Lambert. And we're also talking to Robert Davis. Um, he's a manager with the TSA and the Ambassador of the Year for his service. <laughs> we're actually hearing from a number of callers. I want to go to the phone lines um, and talk to Elizabeth, who's calling from Belleville. Uh, Elizabeth, hi. You're on St. Louis on the Air. Hi, I just wanted to say I have not smoked since probably about 2003 or four, and I had to fly to North Carolina last summer. I was very nervous about flying. I even shipped a lot of, like, my vitamins and liquid-type stuff before I left. TSA at Lambert was absolutely wonderful. They got me through quickly. You know, you're told to be there two hours early. I think I was through in, like, 15 minutes. Had a nice long chance to sit and read my book before I had to get on the plane, and they were great. And TSA down in Raleigh Durham was very good, too. So a lot of the things you don't, a lot of the negative things you hear are not true. There's a lot of really good people working for TSA, and it was a great experience, and thank you so much. Well, Elizabeth, thank you for that. That That's a great call. And Shane, that's got to make you so happy to hear. Yes, that's exactly what we're looking for as a part of our core values of integrity, respect, and commitment. So that's who we are, what we do, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. I want to go back to the phone lines. Teresa is calling from St. Louis. Uh, Teresa, you're on St. Louis on the air. Hi. Last summer, um, my family and I were traveling um, early in the morning, and my son was traveling with his drawstring backpack, which contained his lovey or his stuffed animal from when he was a child and he still travels with it to this day and unfortunately the bag got left behind mm -hmm. at the gate um when we arrived at our destination um i texted some friends because we were pretty distraught um, a friend of mine has a family friend who actually works in tsa at lambert um i gave her a description of the bag description of the lovey and uh my friend communicated that to her family friend the family friend went you know, back up to the airport on our day off, um, had the had the right to go through, I guess, lost and found, found our drawstring bag with my son's lovey and uh, made sure we had to return. And it made our trip, you know, so much more. It really made our trip. Yeah. Because his lovey had been found. I mean, he'd had it for his whole life. And it traveled with him. And uh, this person went up there on their day off and uh, just on a good description. Teresa, I hear, I hear how emotional um, this is for you. And I know those loveys, they mean everything to little kids. So um, that's amazing. I, I did not know you guys had a lost and found. Yes, um, and is this something where we can just call the airport? Hey, I think I left my lovey and, and you'll track it down for just anybody? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Is that a big part of your job, is having to go through this lost and found looking for the random stuff we've, we've left behind? <laughs> well, we have people in place that would take care of it. So we have a team of um, officers who are on top of it, and we have a phone number that you can dial, and we make sure that we get to your items and even set up appointments that you can meet us at the checkpoint that you came through hmm. in order for us to return your property. 
I did not know that. I'm going to start leaving things behind more often. Uh, <laughs> 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 Teresa, thank you for that call. Um, I'm going to go to the phone lines. Rose is calling from St. Louis. Rose, um, hi, you're on St. Louis on the air. He- Hello, Rose? Hi. Hi. Uh, yeah, um, I thought <laughs> the comment that I told the guy was going to be on. So, yeah, um, am I on right now? Yes, you are on the air. Yeah. Uh, what would you like to share with our guests? Yeah, um, well, I flew in from New York, and I have a couple of injuries, and it was really difficult to uh, pull my luggage, and I asked for help, and a guy pushed me in a wheelchair all the way down. It was almost like a mile, it seemed. Mm -hmm. It's it's an airport that's kind of tough to navigate. You don't know where you're going, and really appreciated. He was really nice. We talked the whole way, and they made everything real easy for me, and I really appreciated it. Well, Rose, that's great to hear, um, and thank you for that call. More praise for the TSA. You guys are so much more popular than I realized. I was here. I was <laughs> saying everyone hates the screening process. I, I must be alone in that. Everyone loves <laughs> this process. I do wonder, though. I mean, um, Robert, I've been to the airport where I've seen people just getting so upset, and sometimes getting upset about what feels like very little things when it's not you in their shoes. Um, these are stressed out people, people with kids that are screaming. How do you navigate those kind of emotions? minefields um, realizing that it's not about you whenever you're dealing with them the one thing that I'll tell my team when I brief in the morning is hey you're dealing with these passengers for a short period of time you never know what happened on the way to the airport what's going on in their life they may not be going on vacation it could be something happening to a family member mm-hmm. so trying to keep that and putting yourself in their shoes in order for us to accommodates a passenger when they come through, because it can be a stressful situation. Shane, what do you think is the hardest thing for new TSA agents to, to master about this job? Well, it's one of those things that we can have the best equipment, best procedures, and everything else, but really, at the end of the day, it comes down to that human element and that connection that we have with each individual passenger coming through our checkpoints, and that is what we try to impress on new employees from day one hey, we've got a mission to protect the nation's transportation network, and we have to do that with the highest level of commitment and respect and integrity with everything that we do. Is it hard to keep that intensity when, let's face it, it just is a job the way any of us have our jobs? Yeah, it, it is. You got to stay on that razor's edge 24 hours a day, seven days a week, because you never know what's going to happen. Something could really come down and affect how we screen the technology that we have. Who knows? So we always have to be on top of our game every day of the week. Is there a lot of turnover with agents? Some people, they do like doing the job, and then others find out that it's not really for them. It's Mm -hmm. it's a different type of job. It's very demanding, a lot of pressure associated with it. If you mess up, you're in the newspaper and and people could die. Potentially, yeah. yeah. So this job isn't for everyone, but for those that it is, we give them every opportunity to excel and make sure that they move on and do good things within the organization. So Robert, last question for Mm -hmm. you. Uh, Shane described you here on the show as a people person. I'm, I'm wondering, do you see yourself that way? And do you ever find yourself just getting so sick of people? <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's a good one. Um, <laughs> I think I just, just growing up, just always the, the golden rule, treat people how you want to be treated, you know, and just respect folks and when I do get sick of people I mean when I'm off I just go off in the corner by myself and even people people need some downtime right right just have me some me time and do do something that I like to do to get away from everything 
Well, Lambert Ambassador of the Year, Robert Davis, you've got a great attitude, and um, it's great to know that you're, they are keeping us safe. So thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. And Shane Danielson, uh, Deputy Assistant Federal Security Director for Screening. That is quite a mouthful. Thank you so much for being here today as well. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. This is St. Louis on the Air on St. Louis Public Radio, 90.7 KWMU.